You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. This YouTube sensation is not just looking for fame. He is hoping to change the world. I was blown away by the work Joey Kidney is doing to raise mental health awareness. Joey, I am so excited to get to talk to you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. Yay. So first, tell us about yourself. So I'm Joey. Uh, My last name's Kidney. I grew up in Ottawa, Canada. Nobody knows where that is, but it's an, it's a nice little place in Canada. Uh, I'm 23 years old and I started on YouTube and then it kind of got into everything from podcasting to making music to now writing a book and everything surrounding around self-help. Which is why we are connected because this is a perfect partnership of a conversation So uh, we'll get started from the beginning of your journey through this. Um, What led you to start the YouTube channel? I feel like every YouTuber has like a, their story is very much, oh, I was like this sad, weird kid and I just started it and then it made me feel at home. And that's very much the case. So I, I was a very shy, introverted kid growing up. And I was going through my own little troubles. And I, do you ever remember when people were making those YouTube videos where they had the like cue cards and they were like, hi, my name mm-hmm. is Samantha. Mm-hmm. I'm 16 and I have depression. I didn't like those videos. And it was ballsy of me to say because I said it to somebody who made one of those videos. And I felt awful. Not necessarily because I had an opinion and I said I didn't like them, but mm-hmm. that I didn't have anything to back myself up. Like why? So I made a video and basically I said, hi, my name is Joey Kidney and I'm just as fucked up as you are. And that video was my introduction video to YouTube and it like blew up in my school. And the next thing you know, I have people coming to me for advice, Mm. asking me so many advices about whatever it is. And then I remember getting called in the guidance counselors, like the principal's office and they're, they're like, Joey, come down. I'm like, oh no. Then they were like, whatever you're doing, keep doing it because people are coming in here and saying your name and saying that you're helping them. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of how it got started and then how it just kept going because it's just impacted so many more people. So how long ago was that? That was in 2012. Okay. So would you ever guess, fast forward five or six years – that you would have close to 1 million subscribers. I still don't think that. And I'm <laughs> almost there. It does, like, I, I, I have yet to wake up and been like, oh my God, I, I, like, I might hit a million. I don't, I, I, it's not even in my head anywhere. I've never even thought about it. And I think that's what keeps my content from just remaining very much not like, – it's very much the same as what it always has been. There's not much change to it. And because, you know, you you can watch YouTube and you can see a YouTuber, they'll make a certain video and they're like, yep, this is going to get a million views. And we all know those videos. We all know how to make them. We all know the titles, the thumbnails, the everything. I just, I've 
I've never wanted to go that route. I've always liked the gradual growth. So it's been a long, long time since 2012, but a million is definitely not like the end goal. So there's no rush. So, I mean, I think that's really like the heart of why you are successful in this because you didn't set out to, you didn't say, I'm going to start a YouTube channel and make a million subscribers, which there are people out there that do that. So really you are so genuine and organic with your approach that that's why people are drawn to you. Do you think that's why? I think that's why people stay with me. So when I started YouTube, I found uh, there was like, I didn't know what was trending. I didn't know that if you made certain videos, you get certain views. I didn't know all of that. So I saw a video going around and it was in the phase of when like guys made videos about girls. And I was like, oh, this is interesting because every single that girl that needed advice in high school was talking to me about a boy because that was just the biggest problem that they had at that age of, you know, being 16. It was like, oh, is this boy going to like me? Mm-hmm. And that was, that's what caused a lot of their <laughs> mental health and how, why they were freaking out and everything. They couldn't focus on school. And so I started to make videos based on that because I thought there was a huge stigma there. And then that kind of just blew up. And so that was probably my only time like hopping on a trend, but I didn't even know that it was a trend. And then so when I, when I started going to college, then I noticed my, my demographic kind of switched. And so as I got older, they got older. Before, if I walked through a mall or if I see a group of kids getting out of high school, I would get mobbed. Now <laughs> it's more if I go to like a college mm. or it, it's just it's totally different. And people are a lot more respectful now and they just say, hey, Joey, what's up? Like it's very friendly. Mm. So on top of the YouTube channel, you own a mental health brand called Stay You. Yeah. And then you have the two music singles on Spotify, which are getting ton of attention and accolades. Talk to us about, you know, kind of you, you had the YouTube channel and then why did you branch out into these other areas or what led you to go down those paths? Yeah. So every YouTuber was making merch and that was kind of like the way to bring in revenue. That, however, wasn't really my idea. I just thought it would be really, really cool if somebody's wearing my stuff. And, you know, I I was always, every fan was being like, hey, where can we like buy a hoodie or something? And I was like, this is interesting. But I never wanted to put my name on any clothing, any merchandise, nothing. It's not why I want people to wear it. I want people to wear it so that they're comfortable. And so I started my brand called Stay You because at the end of my videos, I always say Stay You, Stay Beautiful. So I just shortened it and I took it to Stay You. And I just created a line that hopefully makes people feel really comfortable and, you know, better in their own skin, wearing their own clothes and they can go out and just feel really good. And that's why I created the, the whole brand of Stay You. And then the music, I always found that, I, listen, I can't sing. I, I'm awful. Everyone's like, well, if you try, if you get, no, I'm not that. No, I'm really <laughs> bad. I'm awful. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe I can learn guitar. Nope. <laughs> that was very difficult. And, but I still wanted to, I still wanted to do music. I still wanted mm. to find my way into it because I find that, you know, when we're sad, we listen to a sad song. Or when we're sad, we want to get a pick me up. We listen to a song. We're always going to music. Music is everywhere. So I thought that was a great approach to really helping other people in a different way. And so I reached out to many of my talented friends. Uh, one of them is Matt Walden and the other one is Anthony Ortiz. And we wrote Milestone and What's the Rush? And then that's what took off. And it was just, it's hitting a whole different group of people to help them in all a different type of way. 
That's amazing because I am just, I applaud you for being able to see the opportunity, but, but also just, it's truly just another route and another path to reach a whole new group of people. So uh, I think that's wonderful that you've delved into Thank those you. areas. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, I, I do everything that I do to help base. I, I make videos for the 16 year old boy, which is myself when I started this. And I, I was lost. So I make videos for that kid. And I, I would hate for any kid to be sitting there and be like, oh, I'm alone. When, you know, I'm out here and I'm creating content to, you know, directly to, for that kid. And so that they're not alone. So if I know that they're on Instagram, I'm going to make Instagram content. If I know that they're always going to Spotify, I'm going to take over Spotify. And it's, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the, the mentality towards it all. But then add on top of all of that, because if that wasn't enough... You just released a book called What's the Rush? I so did. Yeah, that's the What can the we expect from story. your book? The book took me three years to write. I started writing it on uh, January 6, 2016. And the book is very emotional. Everyone always asks me, like, what's one thing that can describe it? And for me, it's just emotional. So over the last three years of my life, I wrote down every single experience that happened to me, whether it's happy time, sad time any depression I face, anxiety, any, uh, I lost one of my friends, to, two of my friends to suicide, uh, and deaths in the family, whatever it is, success story, anything, I wrote it down in a book, not necessarily to be like, hi, I'm Joey, and this is my life, but more, hey, I'm Joey, and I feel things just like you, and I just wrote it in a format, I call them installments rather than chapters, mm -hmm. and basically I wrote it in, there's there's long form installments there's poems there's i put in pictures and i had an artist go through it and i write how i speak so it's not always like the most picture perfect thing so i had an artist go through it and she kind of drew how messy i write if that makes sense and it mm. kind of helps people because I, I i'm not a, I, I i hate reading i'm not gonna lie i don't like reading i have adhd i grew up with it i can't sit down and read uh harry potter I just can't do it. It's mm -hmm. too much for me. So I wanted to, to make a book that really anybody can read. There are long chapters in there, installments, and there are short ones. So I put poems. I put pictures. I put. I wanted anybody to sit down and be able to read. And so for yeah, that's finally out now, and it's been absolutely insane. Definitely, definitely blowing my mind because we only bought. I only bought so many books, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be last me the year. And then in pre-order, it sold out in one day. Oh. And I was out of books <laughs> and everyone's like, can I have, where's my book? I'm like, oh, I don't have any anymore. We sold out. I need to buy more. <laughs> Congratulations, Joey. I mean, that Thanks. just, that's a testament to the people you've reached and their love for you, but also the number of people that you will reach with this book. Yeah, it's definitely a new market. It's something that I've never even dabbled in it or understood and so I'm doing it all from scratch and like and I, I was talking to my manager the other day and I was like I leaned over and I was like wait if it's doing so well does that mean I have to do a second one he's like it's probably a good idea <laughs> so I started writing my second one as soon as I asked him that question yeah and I thought it was going to be really difficult but I just sat down and it just started flowing again and it felt it feels really really good I found myself always pretty lost in you know creating videos or when you follow 
to a, a routine of doing the same thing almost every day or every week, when you find something new, it kind of gets you really, really excited. And so when I sat down to write, it was always this, I wrote for me. I wrote because it was therapeutic. And then I realized, oh, wait a second, I might have something here. So sitting back down to write the second book now, it's been so therapeutic again. And it's just an amazing feeling. So to see it all do really well, like way more, oh my God, it is blowing my mind. Um, it feels really, really good. <laughs> well, probably something else that has blown your mind is the number of big brands that you've gotten to work with. Do you feel like the, that companies are really like jumping on the bandwagon of mental health or just growing interested in supporting those missions? Like, where do you think all of this support is coming from? I think it's a bit all over the place right now. I think the world kind of sees mental health as a trending topic. And as great as that is, it's also there's a lot of negatives towards it as well, because, you know, you then get people or companies like self-diagnosing and that's that's very scary for a lot of people and me watching and so it's it's kind of difficult but then you get do get some amazing brands coming like i've worked with some amazing brands and it's just it's really nice like i'm doing one thing with uh like post-its 3m and we were posting around like positive messages and the next thing you know hollister saw it and they came to me and they were like hey we want to do this too we want to jump on board with your project and if you got, if you want to work with us, we're going to stand up to bullies. And I was like, I love it. There are a lot of companies and it doesn't mean you have to, like, I work with McDonald's a lot. Do I eat fast food every day? No, I'm a pretty healthy person, but they do some amazing stuff for mental health, for health, for the Ronald McDonald house. And at, there's no reason why I wouldn't support that. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of brands out there doing a lot of amazing things. Like I work with better help and I know there's a lot of, um, there's a lot to say about BetterHelp and and uh, with the whole Shane Dawson thing. I don't know if you saw that, um, mm. but I'm somebody who I, I use the program itself. And I, I was going through a really rough breakup and I literally just called my girl. Her name was Joanne and I called her. She's from Michigan. And it was just so simple and so easy. And so then they asked to partner with me as well. And I was like, uh, 100% because I use your product. Mm. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of amazing brands out there doing a lot of amazing things. So where do you personally feel like your company is going to grow from here? Is there other outlets that you think you're going to be getting into? Are you going to grow the current outlets you have? What do you think is next? Well, I think right now the the book is a big market to dabble in and really try to understand. Um, that's definitely the, the biggest one right now. And I don't think these platforms are going to ever stop growing. So con YouTube is so confusing to figure out. Um, so there's a lot to go there and there's a lot with music. So there's everything that I'm in right now. I definitely want to continue to grow. Um, but the other thing right now is what's blowing my mind is TikTok. Every, yes. Everybody is on TikTok. Well, what's your like, thoughts? Oh, Tell my, me your oh, thoughts I, on TikTok. It's some pretty bad content. <laughs> <laughs> I can't lie, but it is quite addicting. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's probably making a lot of people pretty happy and it's a nice escape for some people. So I think it's a great platform. Now, it depends what you're watching on the platform, obviously, but I do think there's a lot of positive in it. Just like Vine, it's just, we don't have that attention span like we used to. So seeing these, Vine was only these, you know, whatever, five second videos. Um, this is a bit, a little bit longer. It can go up to a minute, but still just seeing that 
content that's so easily accessible and then you only have to do a swipe your finger, like why wouldn't you watch it? Um, I have a hard time watching a lot of content on there, but you know, I'm, 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 I have to dabble in that because that's the new market. It's one of those things where the it's so easy to just watch the next video. I mean, it's it's similar to Instagram in the sense that like as you're just scrolling, like you just there's no end to it. Whereas at least with YouTube, you can it, they may be going to the next video in 30 seconds, but um, you still have that end mark. So I think that's probably exactly what's and that's so many actually, people on there. That's actually what really surprised me about YouTube and how it's the number one platform because you do need to do a lot of the times it's like the three click rule. But on YouTube, you do really have to do more than three clicks to find the videos you want. Mm. And so that's always surprised me how it's still lasting. So I shared with you that the the reason this show exists and really breaking that stigma that self-care is a selfish act in the negative way and making that a positive um, mentality to be in. So I would love to know what your favorite ways to be selfish are. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one when you think about it. Um, a lot of the times I've recently joined, I grew up playing hockey and the reason actually why I started my YouTube channel and the reason why I actually found out a whole, about all my mental health issues is because I suffered a, from a concussion when I was playing hockey. So I stopped playing that. And so I stopped playing in community sports really. And then last year I joined a run club. So I do that a lot for myself and it's just being in a community and separating yourself from work or, or your normal friends that you see every day. That's been really, really nice for me. But the Probably the biggest thing that I've recently started doing to be selfish is to actually be selfish and say no. I'm always very much a yes man. And whenever somebody asks me to hang out, I'm like, yeah, of course. And even if I don't have the time in my day, I still say yes and I make it work. And recently I've been just so tired. I have a puppy. I have the book coming out. I have a lot of press to do and it's just I have to say no. And it feels pretty freaking good. I can't lie. Mm. And it's not that I'm saying no and I'm making somebody sad. It's that I'm saying no and I'm feeling good about it. And, and, I'm you, feeling- and you can deliver content that helps more people because you do feel full and you're not drained and burnt out from saying yes to everything. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I just come home and I'm just, you know, I still have energy to do what I want to do and just, you know, please the people around me as well as the people online. So is there anything you wish you could be doing more? Of course. Of course there is. There's, I, wish, I wish I could just Gary V it and have <laughs> so many people on my team and just rule all the platforms to just, you know, try to better everyone's lives. But at the end of the day, I'm a one-man team and it's just, it's a little bit more difficult than that. Um, but I mean, there's no reason to stop and so I'm going to keep going and maybe I will have one of those teams one day so I kind of just want to do everything more okay so speaking of Gary V we need to talk about him too why do you think he is the leader in all platforms that he is because it's no bullshit (laughs) he tells it like it is he tells it like it is it and I've I've been I'm a very much tough love guy with my friends. If my friends are going through a breakup, they don't come to me until they're ready because they know I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm sorry, are you okay? Because I know that's not how it is, and mm. that's just how I grew up. I grew up in an Italian with an Italian mom, and it's just not like that. It's not there's not much sympathy, and that's just how I grew up. So I I just I guess 
I really relate to Gary V's content. I like hearing how it is. We also don't have the attention span anymore to sit there and watch a video to maybe just get, you know, a little bit of advice. He gives you the advice in three seconds. And it's get, just really inspiring. Do you get his text messages? I don't. I'm not on that. I think I would I would lose my mind. I hate texting. I don't like my <laughs> phone. I hate notifications. But every time I go on Instagram, I see Gary V. And then he's also in the algorithm for videos. Because if you post more videos on Instagram, you pop in the algorithm. So then you're scrolling and you ever notice if you get two or three Gary V videos in a row? Mm. He's doing that on purpose. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's a lot out there. So definitely there's more to do. What's next for Joey? Well, <laughs> everything. There's there's a lot. There's again, like I said, I'm I'm writing the the second book now. The book I'm going on tour. I have a lot of live events. I have to do a book tour. Or I get to do a book tour. I don't have to. I get to. Um, there's a lot more music being written. Lots of videos. Uh, lots more merch. There's just in every platform possible. We're doing more, and we're doing the best that we can. Joey, I applaud you for the work you're doing, and I'm really um, so grateful that we had the chance to talk, but I just want to thank you for telling your story, for taking the time to talk to us, but you know, also just um, encourage you to keep going because you have the whole world in front of you, and you've accomplished so much already, so I'm just really excited to see what is to come for you. So thank you for talking with us. Oh, thank you so much for you know allowing me to, to splur my words out on here. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.